Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Coaching is the responsibility of the person being coached. Often I'll ask the question, whose responsibility is it for the success of a coaching relationship? And often I hear 50-50, it's 100% on the person coaching or the 100% responsibility of the coach or 50-50. I mean, there's so many different ways to look at it. I go back again to what is the objective of coaching. See, coaching is not typically facilitated when an employee goes to a manager, goes to a coach and said, I need help. I'm deficient in the following knowledge, skill, or behavioral areas. It's really incumbent upon the coach, the leader, the manager to facilitate the relationship. And why is that? Well, quite frankly, and again, I'm citing again the statistics from the book Insight by Tasha Yurik. And 95% of people feel like they're highly self-aware or self-aware. When in fact, only 10% are self-aware, meaning 80 to 85% of people are fooling themselves. I've said it about 10 times in my last five podcast episodes, but it goes to the notion, if you don't feel like there's an issue, if you don't feel like you have a negative attitude, if you feel like you're a great teammate, if you feel like you're not resistant to feedback, if you feel like you're performing at optimal levels, why would you ever think you need coaching? That's 80 to 85% of the market, according to her study. So it's an interesting perspective to look at. Employees, people being coached, have a professional and responsible initiative they must undertake to receive coaching. So often, so often, when we provide coaching or feedback, people who receive it go into a right or wrong mode. Do I agree or disagree with this feedback? See, the goal of feedback, before we even get into coaching, is really simple. The goal of feedback is never just to give somebody feedback. The goal of feedback is to give it thoughtfully and professionally so somebody will receive it well and strategically utilize it. Now, let's say a manager, a coach, a leader does that extremely well. Here's the challenge. Their job is done. To a certain extent, their job is done. Yet if someone is still negative resistant, I don't feel like I've got any issues. I don't feel like I have to improve anywhere. I feel like I'm performing at optimal levels. Does not mean the coach failed. It means the recipient had an inability to gleam opportunities from the feedback or the coaching. Now, coaching is about asking questions. See, when we ask questions, we get somebody to look in the mirror. So let's take the most fundamental example that we go through all the time, and that's this. When you think about coaching, 
It's about getting someone to look in the mirror. If I go up to someone with a negative attitude and I say, Bob, you've got a crappy attitude. Bob doesn't come up, hug, kiss me and say, Tim, thank you so much for the revelation. I'm going to be so much better by tomorrow. Now I bet you're laughing a little bit. It's crazy, right? So what I have to do as a good coach is get Bob to see himself. So if I say to Bob, hypothetically, what if I were to tell you, you have an opportunity to raise the perception of how people view you. And we could raise that perception to be an energetic, enthusiastic teammate. How would you react to that? Now, let's say Bob is really resisting. He said, well, I feel like I already do that. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So Bob, let me ask you another question. On a scale of one to six, and before you answer, Bob, I'm going to ask you to do something kind of weird. I want you to take a huge deep breath. Scale of one to six. Six, you are a great teammate. You go, go above and beyond the call of duty every single day with an enthusiastic, helpful attitude without prejudice, without raising your eyebrows. Or one, you can be perceived as inconsistent, maybe a little bit choppy in terms of being a helpful, energetic, positive teammate. Honestly, Bob, where would you be? Now, here's the funny thing about rating questions. They never answer six and they never answer one. The goal of a rating question is to get the conversation going. It's not to gain agreement. If he says, well, I, I, I'd say I'm at about a four or five. And that's typically what happens. You could say, well, awesome. I had you kind of in the same range. What do we need to do, honestly, from an activity standpoint to move you towards a six? Now, Bob might say, well, I, I can't think of anything. You might say, well, what if we, notice the term, what if we, what if we met weekly and we started to put some actions in place to facilitate that perception to move you towards a six? What if we got together and explored some strategies? Because I want to leave you with a thought, Bob. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to disagree with me. I just want you to reflect on the thought. And you stop. You wait, you look at the person, and you say, Bob, I promise you, as a thoughtful, considerate, vested partner in your development, you do have an opportunity to raise the perception of being a positive teammate. Whether you agree or disagree now is not my objective in sharing that with you. I want you to think about that, because let me share this with you. I have that same opportunity. We all do. To assume that we don't would cut yourself off from the opportunity. So I don't want to hear how you agree or disagree or what you think about that thought. What I'd like to do is get back together in a couple of days and have you share with me what you're going to do to successfully alter that perception. Now, the strategy I just used is perception over intent. The last thing I used was reflection, reflective coaching to get him to reflect, but I planted a seed with a self-actualized question. What are you going to do to successfully alter that perception? Time does a wonderful thing. See, employees have a responsibility to accept feedback thoughtfully and professionally, not to agree or disagree. Number two, it's also to get them to take action on the door that they slightly open. 
to become vulnerable and self-aware. Don't push the door open. Don't knock them over. It's going to be a series of conversations woven together. And I promise you, things will move in the right direction. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign seven to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.